This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, The Zone. Live today, Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper. Beautiful store, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. Gordon, this is, this is going to sound really weird, uh, I know, uh, but a lot of times you can judge a, a place, car dealership, whatever, by the conditions of their bathroom. Here at Larry H. Miller, uh, Ford Lincoln and Draper, beautiful bathroom. Beautiful. Did, uh, did somebody hang a Monet in there? No, no, I didn't. I didn't catch a Monet uh, in there, but very nice, nice looking bathroom. Hopefully, no Jackson Pollocks either. Huh? No, what's the none nicest, of those. What's the, what's the nicest bathroom you've ever been in? Uh, the bathroom at the Alta Club is pretty sweet. Okay, <laughs> not not old and stuffy and sort of uh, smelling like uh, you know uh, paneling. Uh, no, no, not not at all. You know, the bathroom I got locked in here at the arena wasn't too bad. <laughs> Pretty nice. It's Still remember that day. It's just been renovated, so it was really, really, really nice. Still remember that day. Austin, why are you calling me? Aren't you here? Well, yeah, I'm here, but uh, locked in the can down on level four. See what you can do. But I was joking. Admit, there's nothing like having a nice bathroom. I mean, you know, when you feel at ease and you feel comfortable and you, you got everything you need and it's uh the, the i mean just the the atmosphere is right <laughs> it's just oh, nice they also have a nice waiting room here where you can get snacks and, and beverages and all that they're oh, a great yeah, great good. uh great dealership come on by and they're going to take great care of you they love big show listeners in fact uh, mike's going to knock an extra 500 bucks uh off Ooh. the price uh, just for all listening right. to the big show so pretty sweet 500 come. bucks yeah. Just like right? that? On top of some other great deals. I mean, he's been talking about it today, but uh, just because he likes you. He likes the big show. How, likes how, to listen. how would you react, Jake, if I came in and said, here, Jake, have 500 bucks? In in uh, cardiac, I would be in cardiac shock. <laughs> well, if you I mean, came in a, to give me $500, I, I, would, Mike, I would immediately Mike, look at you and go, what, what, what's, what's up? What's the catch? What's going on? <laughs> Mike just essentially said, come in, you're going to buy a car anyway. Here's 500 bucks. Nice. Check out those uh, F-150s. They have them here, too. Uh, we talked to Mike about that as well. Like, eh, they, not all the dealerships can say that. They've been very popular, but they've got them here, so get on it. Uh, Gordon, should we do a little what's going on? Uh, we yeah. were going to talk to our friend Matt Williamson. He had to reschedule our, uh, our NFL experts, so we're going to do a little impromptu what's going on and check in with the other shows uh, on the station. Let's, uh, let's start with Hanson Scotty. They have a, had a conversation about BYU and recruiting, of course, early signing days tomorrow. Here's their thoughts. Well, this is uh, the first time in a long time that I think BYU has won the recruiting battle in defensive ends, and and I'm I'm actually 
blown away that they were able to sign the three players that they were able to sign. Raider DeMooney kind of makes sense because Jack DeMooney, his father, is there at BYU and is part of the recruiting department. It'd be a really ugly look for your father to not go to the university where he is the part of the recruiting department. Um, I talked yesterday about Logan Fano, also a fantastic defensive end. But then yesterday, just kind of perusing Twitter, I saw a kid that I had seen once in person live, and then I had watched video that Will Snowden sent to me of this kid named John Henry Daly. And Total Blue Sports, who's been doing this thing for a long time, just sent out his stats for five games. People, this is five games. The, these are numbers that, you know, I was the number one recruit out of the state of Idaho in 1996. And in four five. years, I didn't compile these numbers. In four years. This guy did it in five games. 82 tackles, 38 TFLs, 38 tackles for a loss, 22 sacks, three pass deflections, two fumble recoveries, three forced fumbles, two block punts in five games. Five games. This guy, and when when you watch him on film, he makes tackles look like they're standing still. Great get off. He's versatile in his pass rushing. He's power. He's more powerful than he, than he looks. He looks like, you know, he doesn't look like he's going to run through you, but he can run through you. And then he's just got that that ugliness about a kid that I hate you and I hate the world when I'm playing football. There you go, Hans, uh, breaking down a little BYU uh, recruiting and very high on a couple of uh, players, obviously, and also managed to work in there, his uh, recruiting status back in 1996. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't compile those same numbers that this kid compiled in five games in four years. Why why are BYU's recruiting classes uh, never ranked very high? Um, I don't know, Gordon. I don't really trust the recruiting ranking system to begin with. So that's that's tough for me to answer that question because I'm not always sure that they know 100 percent what they're talking about. If you're if you're looking for me to speculate, probably because BYU is a bit of a niche uh, recruiting school where they identify their players, you know, really early and uh, they stay on them. And those are usually, you know, quote unquote, BYU guys. Right. And so if those guys aren't being recruited by other schools, then the evaluators tend to get confused. So that's why I bring this up. Like, is is a four-star guy signed with Alabama really a four-star guy, or is he a four-star guy because Alabama offered him? Right. You know, it's like right. one of those chicken and the egg kind of things. So I don't, I don't know. I don't put a ton of stock into those ratings but because I just don't trust their methodology necessarily. But, but, that, but that would be my guess. But, the, but here's the thing. If – if uh, if the majority of your players have those kinds of stars after their names, then chances are uh, they're going to be, or at least some of them are going to be really good. And when you compile that many of them, then your your football program is in terrific hands. Individually, it seems like it's a bit of a crapshoot. You know, like just because you have four stars next to your name doesn't mean you're going to be a great player. You know, I, mean, I, I think of, and there's always outliers, but I think of like Steve Young coming out of 
Connecticut, you know. He, I mean, who he had an offer from BYU and he had an offer from where? North Carolina, was it? Something like that? And, I mean, he's an NFL Hall of Famer. So, I, don't know, I think it's healthy for coaches not to pay too much mind to the number of stars that are next to a name. Although, in, in mass, I, I think it does, it does uh, pave that road pretty well. Well, you never know somebody's circumstance either. That's why I, I oftentimes get frustrated with this. Like, remember, um, nobody recruited Alex Smith out of, out of mm-hmm. high school except for his uncle, John L., and then, he, you know, found his way to Utah because John L. left to take the job at Louisville, right? But Alex Smith was the quarterback on a team with Todd Watkins who had to go to junior college before he could end up at BYU. Both those guys, Todd was an NFL guy briefly. Alex Smith, obviously, a longtime NFL player. But they got no attention in high school. Why, Gordon? Because Alabama didn't recruit him? No, 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 because their running back was... Who was their running back? I don't know. Was it Reginald Bush? Oh, okay. So Alex never threw it. Todd Watkins never caught it. Because if you've got Reggie Bush in high school, guess who gets the ball ninety nine percent of the time? Reggie Bush. I mean, I wonder, so do you, do you think it's gotten any more accurate in recent years? Do you, do you think they've gotten better at it with all these recruiting services out there and more eyes on on the players? No. Because they still just fall back on the who's recruiting this guy. Even even programs do it. Like I remember uh, Gunther used to talk about this. You know, he wasn't getting any offers from uh, from uh, Mountain West schools until Urban Meyer gave him an offer, and then every single uh, school in the in the <laughs> conference all of a sudden is like, "Hey, we'd like to offer you a chance to come." Huh, uh, you know, it's so it's it's almost like there's no original thought, right? So, oh, man, Alabama's all over this guy. He must be good. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't, right? Well, Urban Meyer offered this guy at Utah. We're Colorado State. God, we ought to get on this thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I, you know, coaches often don't evaluate it correctly, let alone bloggers. So, I, so, so, so what, on a scale from zero to ten, how much attention do you pay to it? Uh, well, I have to pay some attention to it because our listeners care. Uh, and I get why they care. They'll especially care tomorrow. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll give it its its coverage. But am I, uh, you know, logging on to the blogs daily to see where the classes fit nationally? No, no, I'm not. When you when you compare uh, the ratings for BYU's uh, names versus Utah's names, Utah's are substantially higher. Uh, this particular year, or are you talking about in general? I think in general, but this particular year especially. Um, I don't know. I mean, Hans uh, was talking about a guy today that he said he hasn't seen a better. I'm trying to remember the name of the, the kid he was talking about, but he hasn't seen better high school film ever uh, since Kyle Van Oy. And it's so, a kid going to BYU. Yeah, that's a kid going to BYU. So, well, I, I like mean, it. I like the idea of, of not being pigeonholed into something because someone evaluates you. And there, I'm sure there are players out there that are looking across and saying, Hey, uh, Joe over there got four stars, and I got two. And I, he's no better than I am. Eric Weddle was a two-star, I think, coming out of high school. and He, he wanted started, to go to UCLA, you know. and He, he started day one at sure Utah. Did. Day one. That wasn't a diamond in the rough that they had to polish over a couple of years, and he turned out to be really good. He started at who, Utah day one. And he could have played probably five different positions. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I think recruiting is a very inexact science, and I think the coverage that recruiting gets uh, is inexact as well. So I, I, I know people like to pile on with the ratings. Hey, look, we're 20-whatever, but, um, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, why doesn't Texas win the national championship every year? Have they won the ratings? Uh, the well, they're rankings? top five every single year because the, it's the narrative on them is they can get any player out of Texas that they want. So if they're selecting this player, then that player must be good. And I wonder if a kid gets a little fat-headed over that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Like flying a helicopter in to announce? Or... Oh, yeah, that's right. Who did that? That was, a BYU. Huh? that was a BYU, wasn't it? Uh, he still plays there, I think. His dad might be on the staff. Uh, or his uncle. Uh, I see. Achoo. <laughs> yeah, I remember that story. Um, so, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, we'll cover it tomorrow. We'll we'll uh, give it the best coverage we can, but it's not my favorite thing to talk about. Is it yours? No, I'm not really into it. Although I think our, I think fans are into it. They are because they're so eager about the future and they want to know what's coming next. But there's certainly no nothing definitive about it. Especially at BYU, where almost all of them are not going to see the field for at least two years. Yeah, right. Oh, that, that's another factor. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm. All right, real quick, let's get to a cut from DJ and PK talking about the running back transfers at Utah. Well, we know that uh, Utah has is losing two quality backs, Brumfield and Wilmore, because uh, let's call it like it is, they got beat out by Ty Jordan, who looks absolutely sensational. I mean, already. I, I, it's crazy to think about how we're already forecasting him as an NFL back, and he's three or four games into his freshman career, but he just looks sensational, averaging seven yards a carry. Wow. And so these two young men have put their names in the transfer portal, and they have experience here in Utah. They've been in uh, in Utah. Neither are from here, but they've been in the state now for multiple years, I think five years uh, combined between them. So so they want to be in the transfer portal. They're going to look to get more carries. Uh, what about the BYU? What about Utah State, particularly for BYU? We asked that question uh, because, you know, we saw that with uh, Henry Cole do that, and it didn't work, and he ended up going to Utah State. But would you, as a Cougar, want both of these guys or either one of the guys or both? I am not a cougar, but if I were advising Kalani Sataki, I would tell him yes. And I would prioritize Devin Brumfield uh, is the guy I wanted the most. I'm not sure, especially with missionaries coming and going, I'm not sure where they stand on running back scholarships, if they need two of them or not. But I think that uh, I think Brumfield, in my mind, is a, is proven as a useful short yardage back. And third and one, third and two are crucial. You get down there, goal to go, whether you get three points or seven is a big deal. And so and, and he can do that. Uh, does he have an, enough speed that you want him as an every down back? That's probably debatable. Um, it's not that he hasn't broken off 20 yards run, runs because he has. Uh, but definitely for the short yardage possibilities he brings and the problems he can solve there, yes. The way I look at it is if a running back is good enough for Utah, he's good enough for BYU. Very simple. Do you view these guys as, uh, obviously we know BYU is willing to take Devontae Henry Cole, then he changes his mind, he ends up at Utah State. Uh, do you view these guys as uh, a little less than Devontae Henry Cole, equal to them, or better than them? Obviously they're different as far as style, so it's a little apples and oranges, but nonetheless. Better. Yeah. 
So in that case, then the answer is they're going to be interested. Unless that roster, no unless that roster is changing in ways you and I can't anticipate right now. There you go, DJ and PK. I would just add to that. I think both Will Moore and Brumfield are, are really good players. I mean, Ty Jordan uh, beat them out, but they're both good, and they're both proven uh, to a certain extent, Gordon. I, w- I would guess uh, all the local schools would be foolish not to at least reach out. And running backs, you know, I mean, these guys, I, I, I just got to say, standing on the practice field, watching running backs work, running full speed, into a just a pile up of six four three hundred pound men. I mean, they hit the hole so fast. They're running full speed, and you're going to get uh, nicked up a little bit when when that's the case. And so you need to have you need to have some guys. But BYU has a pretty good running back down there by the name of Tyler Algier. Yep. You know, <clears throat> so what do you if you, would you be eager to move into that situation if you were either one of these Utah running backs uh, transferring? I, I don't know. That's what they're trying to get away from. Right. But I don't know how you get away from competition as a whole. You're going to compete. You're going to have to compete no matter where you go, unless you downshift to the point where there's no question. Well, I mean, having depth at that position is is not a bad thing, and that's actually something now BYU or excuse me now Utah has to turn its attention to. And there's some yeah. rumors about there about maybe getting a transfer or whatever. But that that room is not quite as deep as it used to be. So uh, you know, you need a couple of those guys. You need a guy for sure, but uh, you need more than one. It's tricky business because for those guys, they they are looking for a certain opportunity. What happens if you go to all the trouble of transferring and then you end up in the exact same place you were before you transferred? That that would suck because you're already sacrificing a lot. You're giving up relationships. You're giving up being settled into a place that, that feels like home. And now you got to do that all over again. That's that's a big decision deciding to transfer like that. Because you know? nothing's, gar- nothing's guaranteed. We're live today, Gordon. Uh, Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway, just west of I-15. It's really easy to get to. Just jump off the 114 South exit and head west. You'll run right into us. Our friend Mike is uh, with us once again. What's going on, Mike? Well, I can guarantee you one thing, $500 off any new vehicle that you All buy today. Right. If you're part of the big show, got to come in today, got to mention them, 2021s, 20s. Come on in. We're here for you. Uh, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. And, uh, Mike, i got to say, uh, you've got a great group around here. Everybody's so friendly, so nice. Talked to a few people on my way in. You've got a good crew. It's almost scary. It's like a Disney Plus channel around here. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting inside, and they're all talking about their, you know, oh, this and that and the baby. And, yeah. <laughs> I can't watch Disney that long. I don't well, got kids. Well, uh, well, I, I have a three-year-old, and trust me, it's uh, it's all I'm pretty much watching. But it, you guys are the biggest volume dealership in, in the state, I believe you said earlier. And, it, you know, it means you're doing something right. Customer service has got to be a big deal because people don't come back unless they have a good experience, right? It's Paramount. Larry Miller, the, the montage here is real simple. Come in, be treated well, respectfully. Um, we can't earn everybody's business. We'll certainly try. We want to give you every opportunity. If, if we can facilitate it, we will. Uh, don't be shy. We're here. We've got people ready to help no matter what. What's your favorite deal on the lot right now? 
Well, I'm with the 2020s, and I, I'm a focus guy, or a fusion guy. Uh, a lot of folks don't like them because of the weather right now, but uh, we've got some all-wheel drive ones. They're front-wheel drive cars or great gas model. It's the best deal out there right now. they got the biggest rebates. Wow, awesome. So, and great cars, no doubt about it. Right, and if you got a trade, you can get up to 2250 on it uh, additional. So whatever the value is, add another $2,250. And another 500 bucks for Big Show and, listeners. And a Big Show, I'm baby. on it. I'm on it, Mike. Uh, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. They'll take great care of you. Come on by and see them. Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is DJ and PK. Kyle, can you comment on Devin and Jordan entering the portal? They made the decision that in their best interest to move on. We wish them all the best. Kyle Whittingham's media availability, obviously a lot of questions about the running back position with two players transferring out. Right now at running back, they've got competence. Running back is like the last position I'm going to worry about offensively. I feel complete and total confidence in that they're going to find these gems. I don't know where they are, who they are, but I know they're going to get them. you got to feel good about where the state of the program is that they're going to restock the talent and be competitive. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jackson rolls to the right, lobs deep, he's got a man open. Hollywood Brown, he's going in, touchdown Ravens. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What a football game last night. Ravens beat the Browns 47-42. to uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in just one second. We do have some uh, jazz news coming out here, Gordon. Uh, the Jazz releasing Nigel Williams-Goss. So a little bit of a uh, roster adjustment. Not, not a, a big surprise. Uh, I thought he was a bit of a long shot. And uh, they really, Gordon, I've uh, heard through the grapevine, they really like this Trent Forrest uh, young man who played eight minutes, by the way, last night, had five points and three assists. But uh, he's he's intriguing. Uh, he's an intriguing player. But uh, Nigel Williams-Goss, uh, run with the Jazz ends today. Yeah, how frustrating would it be to be so good at basketball but come up just short, just short of sticking with an NBA club? It'd be frustrating, but I, I uh, you know, he played in Europe last year. I think it'd be exciting to go play professionally and get as much out of it as you can, make a little dough. Maybe not NBA dough, but have a good experience and, and do yeah. what you love. Well, I, I'm sure there are a lot of guys who've made a, a pretty good uh, living by playing in, in leagues that are a notch below the NBA. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there are worse things than that. But still, I mean, this is a dream, you know, and you're so close and yet so far. Gordon, in the uh, in Monday night football game, uh, 47-42, the Ravens beat the Browns. And uh, just an incredible uh, incredible uh, football game. No defense played whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, in a, just a weird way for Baltimore to cover the spread at the end of the game. But in the fourth quarter, Lamar Jackson hustled his way to the old locker room. And uh, speculation was uh, nature called 
Gordon. And if you see the video, he's running like nature called. Uh, but mm-hmm. he said after the game, uh, it was cramps, the reason he ran to the locker room. And then in spectacular fashion, by the way, ran out of the locker room only to run for a touchdown. It was pretty incredible. But uh, where are you at on, uh, on uh, potty gate? I've got a poop. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, who knows? I mean, these guys are human beings. Something like that happens every once in a while, whether it's cramps or craps. You know, I, I'm I'm buying the cramps. Here's here's my my uh, private investigator chops here. I, I'm buying the cramps excuse. And your reason? He had a Band-Aid on when he came out. What does a Band-Aid have to do with cramps? Well, if you were to get an IV into your arm, likely they would put a Band-Aid where they put the IV. Or if you slipped on some water on the floor in the bathroom and cut yourself (laughs) on the sink. I I suppose, but I I thought about that, and uh, I thought, you know what? That dude has a Band-Aid on. I I believe the cramps excuse. Okay. All right. Well. But either way, at least he didn't Paul Pierce it and uh, get wheeled out on a a wheelchair. (laughs) I actually was more concerned as he approached that door that someone's running out the door and could have just slammed his face with the door. Well, that almost happened. Did you see him have to let somebody come out in that Nearly got knocked out by the bathroom door. So whereas I do believe the cramps, it is funny to watch that video uh, with the, the, the bathroom excuse in mind because he is showing some real urgency. Yeah, who among <laughs> us hasn't experienced what we thought he was experiencing? But if you've, had, if you've had cramps before, you know you're in a hurry to get that solved too. I have cramps three to four times a day. Do you really? <laughs> Drink more joke. water. Yeah. Mm. Uh, huh. But what a, what a football game, and uh, that's a huge win for the Ravens as the, the playoffs uh, come closer. These are two teams that are obviously fighting for a division title but also for, uh, for playoff positioning. And Cleveland at 9-4 and four is a, a sneaky good football team despite losing uh, last night. And Baker Mayfield was really good, 343 yes. yards, two touchdowns, and, and an interception. Maybe, he's, uh, maybe they're going to make an NFL quarterback out of him yet. Yeah, he's more than just a – a uh, salesperson for assorted products. You know what happened to me last night? Uh, speaking of embarrassing mishaps. <laughs> just silence. What? You were just silence. about to say something about yourself. My phone rang, and uh, I had I was sitting at the end of a table, and we were celebrating my daughter's birthday. And my wife had, had put a bunch of stuff behind the chair where I was sitting. And I, I was hurrying to get the phone because I was awaiting a phone call that was important. So I went to get up. And as I pushed the chair back, it stopped. And so I was stuck between the chair and the table. And... I tried to twist out of it, and I fell, fell straight to the ground, cut my elbow up because I landed on a grate and had to get, uh, speaking of Band-Aids, had to get bandaged up and felt like a complete idiot because my whole family was right there. Gordon, you need to take better care of yourself. Well, take it easy, bro. I didn't know that stuff was back there, so it surprised me. 
Well, yeah, well a little head on a swivel, you know? Yeah. yeah. Pay attention that's to what, your surroundings. That's what worried me a little bit. I said, hey, man, back in the day, I would have been able to catch myself and not fall. And I ended up wounded the way I did. And I had to, you know, Paul Pierce it uh, over to the where the Band-Aids were. But uh, anyway, the mishaps happen. You know, things well, like that happen. And if, if a guy has cramps... And he's trying to get it taken care of, and he's in the middle of a football game, and he wants to keep contributing. You know, he's going to run, get it taken care of. And even if it was the other, so what? I mean, people like to make fun of that stuff, but like I said, these guys are human beings. <laughs> Things sometimes they have a regrettable dish. I've fallen, and I can't get up. That's hilarious, <laughs> there, Austin. Okay, well now I want to play the game. Who was Gordon expecting a phone call from? Because obviously it was somebody very important, very important phone call. Hmm. Austin, any guesses? Juice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Juice Newton was in town. Was it? Was that's it? Juice? A, that's a good guess. Uh, I think uh, a better, a better uh, idea would be that uh, he was returning a, a comment to Raja Bell for calling oh, him Gordon I, I don't know why. Maybe to get advice on uh, on negotiating trade deals, but I'm going to go with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that's a, that's a dark horse there. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Well, I, uh, I do have a bit of a around? line of communication between the UK and here, but was it the Pope? <laughs> no. Was it the curator of the Route 66 Museum? Okay. So let me ask you. Was it Guy Fieri? If if the phone <laughs> rang at your place and you could determine, you could pick anyone to have calling you, who would you pick? Ralph Nader. <laughs> Why? No, I don't know. <laughs> who could I pick to, to call me? Who's the guy mm. that does the publisher's clearinghouse balloon delivery thing? That man. <laughs> That's who you want to call Wait, us. wait, uh, Johnny Carson's uh, sidekick? That oh, guy? Ed McMahon? Is yeah. that? Oh, no, Ed's, no, no, Ed's no. He's no. not around anymore. They, is they've he? replaced him like 62 years ago. Yeah. Hmm. It's some uh, nondescript person now. Hmm. I think I would want the most interesting man in the world to call. He'd be, a, you know, interesting. PK? To listen to. I think I'd like to talk football with Jerry Ford. Is he Why? still with us? I think so, isn't he? Oh, okay. No, maybe he's not. I don't know. Wasn't he the <laughs> – I think he is. I don't think he's with us. Jimmy Carter's still with us. I don't think Jerry Ford is. Uh, but wasn't Jerry Ford the only U.S. president to play college football? Isn't that, oh, wow. isn't that right? He's, he's a lineman at uh, Michigan. Ronald Reagan didn't play football? Come on. I have no. I don't think Reagan played football. Wasn't he in not that for, movie that "Do It for the Gipper" or whatever? Oh, the Notre Dame movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Gerald Ford, by the way, fourteen years has gone by since he yeah. left us. Don't you think it'd be cool though to just sit down and shoot the breeze about football with a, a former U.S. president? Oh, sure. Yeah. Like you could talk to him about all the you know secrets of the country or or the storylines during his presidency. I wouldn't want to talk about any of that. I just want to get his thoughts on the three-three-five stack. <laughs> Did you prefer student body left or right, Jerry? Back, back then, Jerry was probably was a wing T or something. You know, it I was. I, I thought that was cool. That when and he has the reputation as kind of a clumsy president because of yes, that SNL SNL skit. Yeah. When when really he's probably the best athlete we've ever had as president. 
Ah, uh, Taft could have, if he wanted to. Taft could have moved some defensive was, linemen. Was, was Taft an athlete? I, I, yeah, I gotta was, admit, uh, I'm not. Wasn't he the one they, they had to bring in a new bathtub because yeah. he needed more space? Yeah. Uh, Jerry uh, Jerry uh, Ford, he was, he was. Uh, I think he did not want Hail to the Chief played when he came in, as is tradition. And I, I remember reading somewhere someone said that he never, wanted all make love to you by boys of the no, moon. <laughs> Never was there a president who needed uh, hail to the chief to be played more than Gerald Ford. But, uh, nah, he seemed like a kind of a regular guy. All right. <laughs> the sports report is coming up next. Uh, we're live from Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper. Come by and see us, 11442 South uh, Lone Peak Parkway. But really, just get off the 114 South off 515. Head west. You'll run right into us. Uh, Big Show listeners, today only getting an extra 500 bucks off a vehicle purchased. So now is the time. Take advantage of it. Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You ever been on Route 66? Oh, yeah, a nice trip. Yeah, very nice. I have a sign in my office that says Route 66 on it. It was a long trip, though. Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee. Georgia. Yeah, uh, Route 66. But it's just so magical to me to come from the north where it's cold to the south where it's warm. <laughs> I used to uh, take uh, Route 40 uh, when I was going from where I lived down to Chesapeake Bay. We decided to drive down to see the seasons change. Mm. And, you know, there's uh, I-95 that runs through there. People think that a lot. See the tremendous differences from region to region in this incredible country of ours. Mm. I used to like going down Route 40, and uh, there were an awful lot of businesses that were crumbling next to the roadway because people weren't around anymore so much. My wife and I used to uh, go down to Virginia every autumn to see the foliage turn. Every once in a while, I'll take a take a side route and uh, go, you know, go down a lonely highway. Virginia has amazing foliage. Wow, that was incredible! Love that movie. That was perfect. I, I, I I'm speechless. It just fit, it fits so well. Now, shout out to Johnny. That was Johnny Lightfoot's idea right there. Yeah, so be mad at him, Gordon. The foliage. <laughs> I can't uh, be mad at Johnny because nobody's mad at Johnny. I don't remember you being in the birdcage. <laughs> the foliage. Virginia has where incredible foliage. In north, where it's cold, to the south, where it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Not Sports Report. Gordon, uh, where are we going today? We're going to Thailand. Uh, Jake, <laughs> you know, you can go different places in the world to find something really valuable. But you in Austin, especially Austin, would wish on a day like today that you were Narit Sawansong. I don't know if that's how you say his name or not. But what did Narit Swansong do? First of all, who is he? He's a, uh, he's a modest living fisherman. Uh, you could might even call him poor. And he was walking along the beach there in Thailand, and he came upon sort of a beige mass that was on the sand. And I thought, hmm, 
That's unusual looking. So he took a lighter and uh, and or a match or something and lit it and held it up to the mass and it kind of melted like a, a waxy substance, like a candle. And he thought, I know what this is. So he picked it up. He called his friends and told them to come help him pick this stuff up. He took it home and... It was, let me get the exact weight, 100 kilograms of a certain substance that is valued at 4.2 million U.S. dollars. You know what that substance is? Heroin. Whale vomit. Street name heroin. Whale vomit. Whale vomit is very, very valuable. It is used. <laughs> it is. It is a uh, among perfumers. It's known as a fixative, and that refers to it being used in fragrances to make scents last longer. It's made up of a secretion of the bile duct in in sperm whales and takes years years to form making it rare and precious and now you've got like uh you know the guts of a of a whale on your roof (laughs) (laughs) this this poor fisherman went from being just barely scraping by and he he just wanders up on a on a blob of whale vomit and now he's a multimillionaire. I just kind of want to hear the, the David James Goonies thing. There's nothing worse than stinky fish. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Did you know whale vomit was so valuable? If I said yes, would we uh, be able to move on? <laughs> I, now that is extraordinary. This Nareep guy is just walking down the beach, and he finds this beige, just a a blob, and uh, takes it home and finds out it's worth, he's been offered $4.2 million for it. Now that, you know, you you see people who have little metal detectors and they're walking down the beach, and they're looking for the wrong stuff. Should be looking for the vomit. And then I threw up. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of disgusting, isn't it? But it is interesting nonetheless. This Next is the time. first time. This is the first time that's happened. There have been others who have found uh, beige blobs and taken them home. One guy uh, sold his for half a million. Uh, it was much smaller. This was a hundred kilograms, so that's a whole lot of whale vomit. Uh, others have have been compensated uh, uh, well over a million dollars for their fines. So. If you ever see any whale vomit, it looks gross. I mean, it does look gross, i got to admit. But if you ever find it, it's very valuable. So hold on to it, take it home with you, and, uh, I don't know, put it in a safety deposit box or something because it's going to bring you some cash. Okay. Good advice, Gordon. <laughs> Coming up next, Bowler is going <laughs> to jump on the show. You don't find that fascinating? Not really. Uh, I don't know. Some guy, some guy uh, 
stumbles upon a, something on a beach that's worth money? I don't know. What are you going to do? It's whale vomit. No, I heard you. Yeah, I, I, I heard and what the, the substance and the fisherman, was. I heard the you. fisherman was destitute, so he went from rags to riches. That's very nice for him. Yeah. Whale vomit. Again, I, I, I heard. <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't find that interesting. I no, it's it's quite all right. Gross, but, but no need to apologize. So so glad you. Austin, is that something you're going to talk about over dinner tonight? Uh, no, or ever. Yeah, frankly, something I'm not going to think about again. Hold ever. on, hold on, give me a second. No, I tried. I just couldn't care less. It's gone. Yep. I hear you. Bowler jumps on the show. Coming up next, stay tuned. We're live from uh, Larry H. Let's Miller. Ask Bowler about it. I bet he'll he'll stand behind me on that. Ford Lincoln in Draper, one one four four two South Lone Peak Parkway. Come on by and see us. Our friend Mike said he's rolling out an extra five hundred bucks off just for big show listeners if you come in today and make a purchase they've got 2020 2021s in stock including 2020 a bunch of 2020s mike was saying so they've got a, a great deal for you including the f-150s which are in high demand right now uh they've got the bronco sports on their way as well in fact you can see one if you uh, drop by 11442 south lone peak parkway larry h miller ford at lincoln right here in draper we'll have more next on the big show 97.5 and 1280 the now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. John Hartwell, athletic director at Utah State, with Gary Anderson no longer the head coach, a nationwide search. What was it about Blake Anderson that jumped out at you? Blake, his experience at Arkansas State, you know, a seven-year body of work, and he talked in his press conference. He said, you know, four and seven this year, but you look at his body of work, you know, the previous six years, all six years that he had been there as a head coach, bowl games every year, won at least seven games, two conference championships, lost in another conference championship. So a proven record of success as a head coach, that was obviously very attractive to us, but I think he will fit very well in Cache Valley with his work ethic and, you know, I, I just I think he's going to be outstanding. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.